Hey there, it's Tammy. I'm stopping in for a moment to pop in to tell you about something new I am offering. I welcome you to join my new digital course, Uncomfortable to Unstoppable, The Secret Methods to Get Unstuck When Communicating. In this course, you're going to learn the methods and approaches, the ones that I took in order to better create communications in a manner that non-technical professionals can understand, relate to, and act on. When I first started writing communications, I was horrible. I didn't understand why people were sending me so many emails, asking questions, stopping me in the hallway to get clear on what I sent. I was super intimidated to keep working on improving my communication skills, and I want to support you in changing your mindset as well, along with showing you the methods I use to become a better communicator in the information technology space. For more information on my new digital course, Uncomfortable to Unstoppable, please head to www.nextlevelconsultingllc.com forward slash learn with Tammy. Welcome to the Messy Mind Podcast, a show to support you in seeing the messiness can lead to your light bulb moments. I'm your host, Tammy L. Davis. If you're listening to this episode when it's first released, it is actually Valentine's Day, one of my favorite holidays. My first one is Thanksgiving because, you know, it's a day of giving thanks and being grateful for what you have and who you get to share it with, along with amazing food that I typically don't eat um, unless it is around Thanksgiving or the holiday time and spending time with your loved ones. So, focus, getting back to what I was saying. If you're listening to this episode on the day that it drops, it is Valentine's Day. And if by chance no one has said this to you, happy Valentine's Day. And I think it's my favorite. I journaled about this. I think it's my second favorite holiday because of the things that my dad used to do for me on Valentine's Day. He would either bring me little cakes or some sort of cookie or some sort of treat from our local bakery. And I believe the reason why it was so special to me because of the way he worked. So at the time, all throughout high school, he worked as the overnight security guard at General Motors. He would work the overnight shift as at General Motors, which if memory serves me correctly, he needed to be there at 11 p.m., or sometimes even 10 and did not get off until 7 a.m. And there were times when he would work a double. So he would work two shifts and not get home until 7 a.m. after working all those hours. And I, of course, had to be at school at a certain time. He was dog tired and he would have the wherewithal to stop at this bakery, get my favorite treat, and make sure that I had it on Valentine's Day, specifically before I went to school. So that was the start of my day. And I know what people might think about Valentine's Day. That's not the point. I'm just sharing the reason why that was special. That's a core memory that I have of him doing this, which makes it my second most favorite holiday that I cherish. And that's just my experience 
of him doing that. It was not something that was elaborate, but it was something that was so meaningful that he did for me all throughout high school. So it's something that I do with my kids, just little treat bags, just something that they can, you know, remember. And I also do it with my husband as well. Just something that they can remember, but just a little token that I like to do. The reason why I'm excited about today is, again, not only because it's Valentine's Day, but because I wanted to talk about entrepreneurship in the sense of how do you manage it when you and your spouse are both entrepreneurs? How do you make it all work together when your household comprises of two entrepreneurs? And the two questions that I get asked often is how do me and my husband work together and how do we make it work when we're both entrepreneurs. So let me tackle the second question first. We are both entrepreneurs by the decisions and choices we made together. My husband was first to the entrepreneurial game and he started in, I don't even believe, 2002. And I'll let you hear directly from him about his humble beginnings. But by the time he made the decision, I actually supported and pushed him to make the decision to become an entrepreneur. He had been working as one of the top troubleshooters for a large telecommunications company traveling all over the country. And I believe it was always his desire to be his own boss, but as a first-generation entrepreneur with no blueprint, no roadmap, the questions started to arise, can I do it? Is this path for me really possible? And needless to say, the time presented itself for him to make a decision to enter this entrepreneurial game. And I'm so proud that he did. He started off doing home repairs to having a very successful construction business to then becoming a real estate investor in Washington, D.C. We always joke in looking at our old properties in Northwest and Southeast and Northeast D.C. and say, oh, those were some of our best investments at that time. And I'd say he's been playing this game pretty well. He's now shifted into, I would say, his next chapter in learning something totally new. But he's at a point in his life where he can take the time to learn something new, which he is. So for the first question, there are four things that we do. And that first question was, how do we work together? And I would say this, when I say we work together, when he first started, I initially said home repairs, but really it was home maintenance. I was alone with him doing a few of those home maintenance jobs. And then the second phase was the construction business. And then I started to support him with the construction business on the admin side. And I like to say I'm the one who got him his first big contract, his first big subcontract with Turner Construction. But needless to say, let's shift the focus and letting you know how we still work together today. In my business, he also serves as our part-time business development advisor. And so again, we always, there's a partnership and a marriage in which we're, we're intertwined with one another. So now to the first question. And the first question is, how do we work together? And I'm going to say that there's four things that we do. 
The first thing is that we literally work within our strengths and support each other in our weaknesses. Now, Johnny, that's my husband, for those who know him, he truly has a gift for gab. It is truly a blessing that he can literally talk to anyone about anything. As an extrovert, he speaks to think and will hold you hostage. I mean, he will hold you in an engaging conversation. Because of this, like I said, he serves as our part-time business development advisor. Now, I, on the other hand, thrive in organization, attention to detail. I love systems, and I am a task master. I mean, I dream about using the project management tool Asana it, it literally is my best friend. And as I've said, I'm a functioning introvert. I'm behind the scenes and I think before I speak. So that match goes very well. We work within our strengths and support each other with our weaknesses. Number two, the second thing that we do is that we understand which one of our skills complement each other. It allows us to learn from one another. I've become more of a functioning introvert and Johnny will at least work within a to-do list. This allows us to push each other on the skills that we need to work on, me becoming more comfortable at being vocal and Johnny on his organization skills. Number three, we check in with each other. We ask, how are we doing? Is there anything that we can be doing more of, less of? How are we feeling? And in full disclosure, Johnny definitely does this better than I do, but we always check in with one another. I'm not going to say on a daily basis, but I'm going to say enough for me to list this as number four or number three and how we do well in working with one another. Again, we check in with one another. We ask how we're doing, what can we do more or less of and how we are feeling. And number four, we take wellness breaks and napping is a beautiful thing. I am and have always been a part of the napping ministry and now Johnny has joined the movement. A 20-minute cat nap, a 20-minute meditation can shift the remainder of your day. It can energize you to focus and finish strong. And as of late, we've introduced wellness breaks together at least once a month, either taking a full or half a day to get a massage, a pedicure, a manicure. Now, don't get me misunderstood. I still love solo dates. However, when you have a partner on this entrepreneurial journey with you and alongside of you, these breaks really feed into us being together and allows us to decompress and really connect as a couple, as opposed to connecting as a business partner, an entrepreneur, a part-time business development advisor, CEO of consulting company. Again, these are connecting moments in time that we make for one another intentionally. It allows us to hustle and churn even harder to ourselves, for ourselves, for our family, and building a legacy. Thank you for joining us this time on the Messy Mind Podcast. Please visit our website at themessymindpod.com. 
Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a rating on Apple Podcast or simply tell a friend about the show. Always remember to embrace the messiness. It can lead to your light bulb moments.